Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's Thanksgiving again, and one of the many things we're thankful for is farmers that provide us with food and sustenance, especially our Florida dairy farmers. From mashed potatoes to mac and cheese to pumpkin pie, milk, cream, butter, or cheese makes all your Thanksgiving recipes better. Thankfully, incorporating dairy in your family's favorites is easy. Just visit floridamilk.com or lechedeflorida.com for easy and delicious recipes. Happy Thanksgiving from your Florida dairy farmers and pero la tell you. The holidays are here and it's time for all of our favorite Cuban traditions. Lechón en la caja china, crema de vie, all the flan. And this holiday season, make Kawi Lemon Line part of your celebration. For 75 years, this refreshingly crisp soda has used the same exact formula since its creation in Cuba. O sea, you can get more Cuban tradition than Kawi Lemon Line. Así que, this holiday season, make sure to include the authentically Cuban taste of Kawi Lemon Lime in all of your fiestas navideñas. Find Kawi Lemon Lime in stores now. This is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is season, season six, six of Better Let, Let Me Tell You. So you have just tuned into what is going to be DJ's personal Christmas, um, because on today's episode, we have someone with us who is, I mean, he's a historian, he's a pop culturist, he's a collector of memories of 
all South Florida, really. I mean, Miami specifically, but I, I, I'll venture to say South Florida to broaden the scope a little bit. Now, his birth name is Abel Sanchez. But y'all probably know him on Instagram better as Miami Stadium. So thank you so much for joining us today, man. Like, we're really, like, chomping I'm very at the excited. Bit. Yeah. Just to let He's you know vibrating. that a lot of times I, you know, due to my busy work schedule, yeah. I don't make it a lot of times to the interviews. But I was like, not only are we doing the interview with Abel, you know, I'm going to be part of it, but it's going to be at our house, my house. Like, you no, know. This, this is great. I'm, you know, I don't do many but real recognizes real. So it's a pleasure thank to be you, here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't actually just have us time travel to do this interview in the Miami arena. <laughs> well, I mean. He's looking into it. I mean, it listen, if I could yet. travel back <laughs> to, to be part of any arena, I don't know if I'll go back to the Miami arena, but well, we bef- keep before, we get into, before we get into you, <laughs> I want to say how I got into you. Yes. Uh, because I think that's a good like platform to like start off because Definitely. I feel that probably a lot of people – come across your 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 page maybe how I did. So I'm a really big fan of ballparks. Um, you see there's a book there. I have a ton of books downstairs on ballparks. I My goal is to go to all 30 of them. I've been to 25 of them. Me too. Oh, you're way ahead of me. That's awesome. Oh, so you're getting there. I'm getting there. So you're getting there. So I've always loved ballparks. And as a kid growing up in Miami in the 80s, we didn't have a ballpark. And the closest thing we had to a ballpark, I still call it Bobby Maluto Stadium. (laughs) And I remember when we would drive off I-95, I would always tell my dad, go slow, go slow, because you could see it (laughs) off of I-95. You could. Um, So when I came across your page, because, you know, a lot of times you as a kid or even as, as a teenager, and especially before social media, you have certain interests, but you don't realize that everybody has, a, a lot of people have those interests. Right. So when I came across your page, I was like, oh my God, there's a whole page dedicated <laughs> to Miami Stadium. And this is freaking amazing. So I just wanted to tell you on my end how I came across it and That's cool. how for me it meant so much. Yeah. Because I was like, wow, there's so many people who are into this as well. So thank you for that. Ah, so so tell our listeners, how did this start? How did this little page that could start? Bro, that's the, I, I'm still amazed even 50 people follow. I say that all the time, but I'm so in my lane, I focus. I think subconsciously I created the page that I wanted to see that didn't exist. There's influences I had. I have a buddy named Kirk Schweizer, who's an old Miami Stadium guy as well. And he has a little small Facebook page, very private. I think it's called the Original Marlins in Miami. Mm-hmm. And I would drop content there, but I started getting more into Instagram. Mm-hmm. And Instagram was like a blank canvas, at, you know, going back 10 years, 8 years. And I'm looking for Miami Stadium stuff. I'm not finding it. I'm looking for Florida Marlins. I'm not really finding it. All this other stuff. And I started with Miami Stadium. I saw the handle was available. And the rest, as they say... The handle of Miami Stadium was I couldn't believe it. I checked. How long ago did you start the page? Uh, 2016. It's been seven years already. So so when you first started, it was because obviously now it's like I feel it's a curated uh, visual history of old Miami. But when you started, it was and I remember it was predominantly about. Miami Stadium. Miami Stadium, as I always say, is the foundation and the heart and soul. I got lucky in that the handle kind of applies to everything, if you think about it. Miami Stadium, Miami Arena, Miami Orange Bowl, Marine Stadium. So I got lucky in that regard. But it did start, and 
the heart and soul of it is always that stadium. And when you started the page originally, how did you start curating the content, the pictures? Because as you said, it's not like there were tons of pictures of Miami Stadium laying around. No. On Google Images. At, at all, man. It was like I had my little vault because I've just always been a curious person. And when the internet came, I was just gathering and gathering. So I realized I have like this virtual vault of information and content. So I said, well, let me start dropping some, you know, some photos and see what happens. And organically it became, well, let me do a little Orange Bowl, a little Florida Marlins. So you just kind of gave yourself permission to expand a little here and there. Exactly. Literally not knowing what the hell I was doing. I still don't really have, I just have an idea kind of, you know, what I wanted to put out there and go with the flow. And then people be like, oh, why don't you do this? Oh, yeah. Why don't you post that? Why not? There's no rules to this, bro. I'm like, I'm, I'm the king of this page. I can do whatever I want. And that's how it eventually organically evolved into this. I always say it's where history and culture collide. Absolutely. Absolutely. And in those early days, were you getting like this? I don't remember, although I've been following you for a while. This I don't remember. I, I, I don't remember if it was like an instant hit or if it was like a, you know, sl- like slow hit that a little few people here and there, a few people here and there, and it started catching on. Um, because I wa- I wonder even like in those early days, like pe- it's not like people were looking for this page. Oh, at all. I mean, it was amazing how it was just like, like you say, it's, it's little by little. And I always say, I don't play the numbers game. I think that's frustrating. I just, I appreciate anyone who follows or likes. So I don't get caught up in that. So if I had a, still a thousand followers, the page would look the same. It would look exactly how it is. So it was like a good brisket, low and slow, 250, <laughs> yeah, to sabe, 10 hours, 12 hours, and then let it sit. And it's just like, boom, boom. Then you wake up one day and you're staring at 16,000 legit followers mm-hmm. with everything from pro athletes to, you know, Oliver Stone follows me, which I can't comprehend. I didn't, I didn't even know he was on Instagram. Yes. So you're like, wait, what? So you never know who's watching. Just if you're lucky to find your lane and let it go. You gave people something they didn't know they needed. Apparently. I didn't know I needed. We didn't know. I just, yeah. And, well, I mean, for those listeners out there who are who are, who are listening to this conversation about Miami, I was joking with Abel um, at, before we started recording. I'm like, listen, this interview is going to be, I mean, and everybody's welcome to listen to. I hope well, they people, do. People so like they to could, hear about history. They could learn about Miami. But if, if you don't know about Miami, if you're not from Miami, you don't have a connection, maybe it'll be a little bit harder to follow because we're, you know, a lot of times we try to do content that everybody is going to enjoy. Um, but I was telling him, I'm like, today I'm going like, you know, full <laughs> on with this. I'm going to get onto like the nitty gritty Miami. Today is all about Sawasera. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but yeah. for those people who maybe don't know or don't remember, tell us exactly what was Miami Stadium and the significance of it? Ah, Miami Stadium, I always say, is the most historic ballpark we ever had. Um, my research, I found over 150 Hall of Famers step foot in there. And to put that in perspective, there's only about 340-some in the Hall of Fame total. So that's almost half. From Jackie Robinson to Ricky Henderson, it's crazy. It was a game changer as far as an architectural gem. You know, the cantilevered roof, unobstructed views, uh, palm trees in the outfield. I mean, you could really feel the game there. The way it was built by uh, a gentleman who came over from Cuba, Alemán, 
with funds that he stashed away, it was a, which is a, how much more Miami can you get yeah. than that? I know his grandson, by the way, he's still here. Really? JB is a fellow Columbus grad. So you have all these fascinating aspects and just all came together to make a very unique kind of place and, and story that we'll never see again. And what year was it opened? Uh, August 31st of 49. Yeah. Um, and it was, so it was predominantly spring training. Yep. Um, I, this, I actually don't know. Was there ever any intention to make it a minor league stadium? Oh, actually minor league. The Marlins were born there. Okay. Later they came in 56. The original Miami Marlins with Satchel Paige and all Mm -hmm. that was there. And then that became like the Miami Orioles and another version of the Marlins. So you had some minor league, some major league. They actually intended it to be expanded Mm -hmm. to 25,000 people because they had major league in view. Right. They were a little ahead of their time. But a, they were a little, already, a little. A little, but they were already shooting right. for that. Right. You know, I find that um a lot of these spring training facilities and even minor league parks are phenomenal. And phenomenal. I go a lot to the um the one in Lakeland for the Detroit Tigers. Ah, Tiger Town. Tiger it's amazing. It's amazing. That place is great. Um and so that's why like I feel that a lot of these Smaller ballparks are more of what it really should be because they don't need all the bells and whistles to pay the mortgage, <laughs> like 100%. You know, like the other ones. So you really go to watch a game. You don't go to ride a roller coaster or no, a Ferris yeah. wheel. They're like complexes. They're not. They are literally spring training complexes. Back Miami Stadium had the one stadium, the field, and then the little infield in the corner, kind of in the cut. And that's where the Orioles and the Dodgers back in the day would practice. So it was very limited compared to now. It's like they have the main stadium and like eight practice fields and a slew of batting cages and all that. And good stuff. Um, what was the what was the last game played there? I was there my senior year at Columbus. I was a bat boy for the Orioles. I used to sneak in. Wow! So I ended up doing a few games a year. It was April, I believe, it was April fifth, nineteen ninety. Orioles and Braves was the last official spring training game there. I remember, remember I told you about I-95? Yeah. I remember driving by there when it was being demolished. Oh, yeah. It, it, it hurt. It, it hurt, bro. <laughs> Quite a few of us went unbeknownst to one another. Yeah. And even the old pitcher, Dennis Martinez, the Presidente. I know Dennis, and he's like, he went. He like for 20 minutes to kind of, you know. And it was like a slow death because it wasn't like an implosion. Oh, yeah. It was like. The most brutal demolition in the history of. I went right before they started. And when the growth on the field, the big grass, it looked like I am legend. And then, <laughs> and I swear to God, I'm like, am I Will Smith? Like, what was going on? It was like, and then when they started it, it was chunk by chunk, and there was no thought into it. And it was just, it was an ugly. When was teardown. it demolished? Summer of 2001. Okay, so I mean, recent. Yeah, I mean, yeah, in yeah, the grand 20, scheme. 20, yeah. In the grand scheme, yeah, not that long. Yeah. Do you know if anything was preserved? No, I don't know. The preserved by the people who went in and stole it. Yeah, okay. Like, like so, me, which so, I think so 20 years. So you Beast. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yes. exactly. That would have been a great, great Marquita. Oh, my God. I actually, my buddy Kurt has one of the letter I's. I swear to God, my boy has wow. one of the eyes from the Miami Stadium facade, dude, the neon one. I, I always ask about the signage because I think that's so it's so iconic. That's why we were talking about the Miami Arena sign. I remember when when Marlin, well, Lone Depot Stadium, Marlin's Park, has been <laughs> built. I was um, I was fortunate enough to purchase um, season tickets the first year. Me too. So, so okay, so you got all the nice perks that they gave you a right, tour of the, the whistles uh, and the tour of the 
facility of the construction zone. I feel like you two are separated at birth. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the more this conversation goes, I'm well, just like, I, we told you, we told like, you. We're like, gonna are you out. guys going to take out like half of a medallion each and just put it together? <laughs> put it together. Yeah. The pairing like, trap. Seriously. Like, <laughs> if one of, had a, one of us had a British accent, then we would be on. And I remember when we they were showing us the construction site and all yes. that, that they were like, oh, and the, um, you know, we're going to have the letters of the orange bowl, like everything yeah. fell. And then when the stadium opened, I was like, those are not the actual. Like, I was like, yeah, no. those Wait, are not. They're the, not? No, they're replicas. No, they're replica. So where oh. are the original? Yeah, that's a good question. You know who might know? My guy, Rolando Yanis of Civica. He did the documentary at Miami Stadium. He did the parking garages at Marlins Park. He saved the three old Dodson murals that yeah. hung on the West End that are on the yes. garage. Which I always look at those and I go, thank God thank they God. saved them. That was Rolando. Yeah. Thank him, because if not, that probably would be in the scrap. So that's a great question. I could ask him to see if, if those letters were stored or just... Were you at the last stand? Orange yeah. Bowl? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, see, we were both there. I of photographed course. even the bathrooms. Oh, that's the best part. I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you. <laughs> I've never seen two people so alike in my life. Oh, yeah. Like, you should see his face. Like, wow. <laughs> this is like... It's a little creepy. Because the Orange Bowl... So the, they did an Orange Bowl last stand where they opened it to the public and they had a lot of like the 72 Dolphins and a lot of yeah, people yeah. there to celebrate the Orange Bowl when it was about to be demolished. So... Obviously, well, I mean, if ever you were going to be at a place, we had to be there. And I was like, today is my day. And I photographed even like the beams. Like, <laughs> talk about an old structure with, with a lot of history that rattled and shook, right? Like, that place had so much sauce, man. It's incredible. Were you there at the brawl? <laughs> the FIU yes. brawl? You went brawl? Oh, there yeah. <laughs> Yeah, claro. stop it, claro. both of you. You of were course. literally at all We've the same been events. Like all the same events. Yeah, yeah. seriously. You know like, what? I, you, know, you know what? I love that you uh, at some point in your page um, you posted because not a lot of people know this. Were the renovation plans proposed renovations plans mm -hmm. for the Orange Bowl? Oh yeah, the and rendering. Like the, the it was in the mid eighties. Right? Mid eighties. Yeah. It looked pretty good. It looked pretty good. It was never going to be you know quite because obviously they had to upgrade and tweak, but it would still be the Orange Bowl. It'd still be there on seventeenth and. You know, and yeah, that, that fell through. Okay, I feel I need to back off so you could ask a question. No, no, no. By all means, I'm just sitting in awe. And I'm just like, wow, where is it? They're going to start finishing each other's sentences. What do you think? But no, one of the things that actually, it, it kind of strikes me as, as, we're, as we're chatting about this, you know, it's like all this, you know, these buildings that were so iconic and such a part of Miami's history get knocked down. The signage disappears. This disappears. You know, like it, it doesn't get saved. And so often we do see that. Right, mm -hmm. like we we see that. Uh, I mean, let's talk about Miami. Miami is a very like eso viejo bota and keep going forward. We're very much that that city. But your page, in and of itself, almost seems like an answer to that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because it's almost like you've said we we throw too many things away and we need to kind of just appreciate and love where we came from. How. How did you come to that point? Because I know you said, you know, like, well, I'm going to start with Miami Stadium and then you kind of started expanding. But did you ever at any point say to yourself, somebody has to save this history? You know, somebody has to put this history out there because now we've got all this social media. Let's use it for good, so to speak. Yeah, I feel that way now more in retrospect. It okay. was never like I'd be lying. I just, were you like a historian growing up? Yeah, were you always, always into curious. My favorite classes were history at Columbus. I'm still tight with uh, Carter Burris, Dr. Burris, and John Linsky. Coach Linsky are two of my favorite teachers, history teachers. Go figure. So, yeah, shocker. So that was always something that I was into. And then this just seemed like uh, 
someone once said, you do a lot of research for the page. I go, yeah, but I go, the page is the outlet. A lot of that research is a lifetime's worth of stuff that I'm like, oh, people might like. Oh, you like this. Oh, here you go. Toma. I have somewhere to put now. I've yeah, actually, exactly. I've actually thought about your question a lot with people like you in terms of like that you're curating this. I think what happens is that people our age, you know, that are like late 30s, 40s, even 50s, we we grew up in between time, right? We we grew up in in the eighties, which was still, I think, I call it the analog years. Yes, right. But Accurate. we but we were young enough <laughs> to be part of the digital and the internet age. We caught so them both. We caught them. We caught the end of one, yes. and we we were young enough to fully embrace the other. So we're we are children of technology of the internet as as, as well we're bitextual so, there you go that's a great term so that, here we go new term uh, but and i think that people in our age group because we remember that i think we have a different appreciation for it because we were able to see the shift and the change within a very short amount of time Right, that we went from analog to digital, and all these things that vanished before our eyes very quickly. Um, we we saw it vanish, and now we feel, which I think that's exactly what you're doing, a, a way to honor it and to, totally to honor it, to remind people, to show people, for have to people to learn, um, because your page, you know, it's an Instagram page, it's fun and all that. But you scroll through it and you start reading your captions and you could learn some oh, real yeah. things. There's there's thank you meat on that bone. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, no, for yeah. sure. I would never, yeah, I'm not gonna serve you something. I'm amazed how many people say that. That's when I really start realizing when they're like, Oh, you posted, and I'm like, Man, people are reading this shit. Like they're not just and a lot of that is just straight off the dome. I'm not sitting there editing thing. I just it just kind of comes out that way with a little touch of Spanglish or whatever, a little well, Yatusave goes a long way. <laughs> And that's just enough where I'm like, folks are really reading. So it's cool that you can kind of entertain and educate. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. And, and and because I am also a history buff, as yeah. you've probably heard, I go to your page and I learn. There's things that I didn't that's know cool. that I'm like, yeah. oh, shit, I, I didn't. I never realized. And he's a fountain that. of just no, oh, like, yeah. For information that, sitting there. Yeah, yeah That's yeah. a win because I'm amazed how many yeah, people like, come up. Like, Yo, I'm I the yame when it comes to history. Oh, see, but, he, <laughs> but he knows stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. But another thing that I, sorry, I wanted to kind of bring up is, you know, what I love about your page is, is you know, obviously it's it's a, the history and the con- and the context with which you place everything, but I always find it fascinating that we live in a city, uh, you know, to kind of tie it all together, is, that is so quick to be like, well, that's old, throw it away. But yet, we are a city that comes from you know from from other countries, and you would think that we would want to hold on to the memories knowing what it is to leave a country and have to leave that behind. And it never ceases to amaze me how that, that oxymoron just continues to exist of like longing for what I never had. And we had to leave behind, but yet here it's like, you know, I, I can't, because it doesn't it. make sense. It, in a lot of ways, what he alluded to earlier is, is you know, in a way, our history is getting rid of our history. That's kind of our history. And look, I'm all for progress, and some things run their course, and I get it. Like, for being a story, all that, I'm very much present in yeah. 2023. We kind of the past. Yeah, right. exactly. But it's a balance. It's a balance because it's that old saying, if you don't know where you've been, you don't know where you're going. One of our favorite sayings on this show. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, at some point, we're going to resemble one giant strip mall where it's a blur of CVS, Starbucks, and Chase Bank. 
and nothing against those nice folks, but it's they like, don't sponsor us. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. There you go. So yeah, we're not losing any dollars. <laughs> right, right. It's so fine. it's like you got to keep. Like, how about we keep some of this stuff so you kind of can pass it on? Even if it's just a facade. Like, put put the CVS inside, but keep the facade. Keep the facade, which at least with the stadium would have been cool. They've done that in other cities. But you see, that makes sense. Well, we don't like to make sense. Yeah, exactly. Florida. But also, but also, we usually go the other in, way. In other cities, and this is where I think Miami sort of fails, you know, because there's not a lot of people like you. There's not a lot of people like us, I think, in the collective. In a lot of cities, there's outcries when certain things are going to be demolished or oh, redeveloped. For sure. And here, it's like, whatever, another high-rise condo yeah, that nobody can afford. With conditions. The yeah. <laughs> right. And I'm like, look, you know, I'm not a Russian oligarch. I can't afford that. God bless them if they can. I don't, hey, if you could drop 40 mil for a condo, dale. Yeah. Like, I, I wish. I wish, right? Yeah. Like, yo, you're, you're living life. But... The rest of us, the other 99%, like, like, come on. But I think also that, you know, people always say, oh, because Miami doesn't have the history of like a, a New York. Right. Or uh, like some places yeah, yeah, like the exactly. Midwest, like Detroit, Chicago, that have such a rich history. But you have to start somewhere. And, and you know what? Maybe we don't have the history that New York City has, but we do have history because from the immigrations of Bahamians before anybody oh, else, because they were really the first ones here. You know? Let's, you know, a lot of people don't even know that. It surprises me. Go look at the houses in the Grove. They look like the Key West houses. Yeah, That's all yeah. Bahamian flavor, yeah. dude. And actually, the other day, you was, you, I don't know if it was the other day that you posted, but you have posted about the wall. Oh yeah, I just shot that the other day. The wall in um, yeah. in Coconut Grove that everybody just thinks it's a very um, it's just a wall they built and yeah, I mean, in someone's backyard. Yeah. It's like yeah, no, yeah, they think was... it's a fence, but tell us about the yeah, the tell wall. us about the wall. In oh, Coconut Remember, we got, we got listeners all over. So. Yeah, no, for sure, and that's one of the things my page reflects too. I always say my page is for everybody. I go across the board from you know what they call lovingly Florida shitty to Aventura. To Overtown, Gables, and all points in between. That wall, the man, the redlining thing, all that was real. The segregation walls, as they they call that, and it was real. And I've shot the one at Liberty Square, the pork and beans, and Liberty, and that one in in the Grove is still there. And most people drive by, and if you even notice it, it looks like it's just a wall in someone's backyard, and they have no idea why that was built. The history of that wall. Yeah. That it was separated one area over the other. And that's why I say we have history here. Yeah, we do. And and But if you don't do anything about it, like right now, I mean, I'm sure you've heard everything that's going down or has tried to go down with the Coconut Grove Theater. Oh, Where man. are we with that, by the way? But but to 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 to, to Miami's defense, there are a lot of people trying. Yes, to yes. save it. That's yeah, the one. Especially the Groveites, as yeah. I like to call them. I went to St. Hugh Elementary right around the corner. So yeah, that, that was that is right around the corner. That is literally right there. So that was childhood for me, man. And I don't know what is going to happen. It's always it's up and it's down. It's been a while. It's been now a while that they've been patraipalante. Claro. The last thing I heard, I think, correct me if I'm wrong. They propose that they're going to save the facade. But they want to build a smaller theater and they want to build housing. So you know what the housing part means. Right. Right? Of course. Um, we all know what that <laughs> means. And, and you know, they always go under the guise of, oh, there's going to be affordable housing. Well, there's maybe one or two apartments yeah, that are going to be a, a, subsidized. Yeah. Um, efficiency? And yeah, thank you. But, yeah, it's like you know, define affordable. Define affordable. Because yes. your definition of affordable might yeah. not be the rest of our definition. And, and you know, affordable. my whole thing about the whole thing with, with the Coconut Grove Theater is that the facade should be saved, but absolutely the action went inside in that <laughs> stage. Like a know. lot of like yes. legendary history. actors and history yeah. in that place, man. Yeah. 
So, yeah. I mean, that is an example of something that has the potential of being, uh, well, it is a landmark. And it's on. It, it, but we have to could, treat it as such. It could be torn down. That's what it comes down to is we have these landmarks. And again, I don't know if a part of it is apathy or if it is we are a quote unquote new city. And when I mean a new city is that, you know, for better or worse, Miami is predominantly always been like, you know, migratory, i.e. there's always a new influx of, yeah, of, of transient like they from call, other yeah. countries. Yes. So it's not even, you know, st- like, you know, people coming from one state to the other. I don't know if that affects the fact because there's no attachment to the history in, Probably, in that sense. Yeah, so folks come in here and they don't have. Yeah, they don't. They don't connect in that way. I, I mean, I don't know, but it's it's just I, I don't understand it. Yeah, I, I would think it, it definitely can't help, and it's not their fault either. But yeah, they come in here and they don't know what the Grove, you know, Playhouse means to anyone. Yeah. Yeah. So Abel, what do you call the facility where the Dolphins play? Uh, Joe Robbie Stadium. Always, Thank always, you. No, always, no, 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 and no. forever. Thank you, viejo <laughs> Robbie. Thank you. <laughs> to this day, to this day, it also doesn't help that there's been 75 other names. But you know, yeah. But like, you know, it's just Joe Robbie. Just I mean, I give Robbie, credit bro. to Hard Rock. That Hard Rock did like this. In, it's a different incarnation, right? Yes, yes. They rebuilt a part of it, so it feels it feels different when you go yeah, there. They did, but a all nice the job. other ones, like remember when it was uh, Sun Sun Life Land Shark Stadium, Land like, Shark, you know, Sun Life Land Shark Pro Player Casoncillo Stadium. No, my, I don't even my, know what it my, was. Fa- my favorite was when they did a legal name change to from Dolphin Stadium to Dolphins yes, Stadium, yes, or vice versa, vice versa, something yeah, like yeah. that. Well, you know. The plural, it matters. Right, yeah. but when yes. you look at all the legal names of the stadium, it's there. It's it's there. It's just there. like it was Pro Player Park, but then it was Pro Player Stadium because right. they didn't want it to be PPP. Yes, it's true. Nobody wanted that loan. No, no, <laughs> no. I still call it Joe Robbie Stadium. No. Yeah, yeah, those I mean, of us who do, yeah, yeah. that's like I'm Clap. sorry, but it's the Miami, <laughs> the uh, Miami um, Airlines Arena, the, uh, oh, yeah, the American, American Airlines yeah, Arena. Yeah, yeah, you know, listen, what is it, Casilla? What is it? Yeah. What is it called now? I don't even... Casella, I think it is. Casella. You know, for that split second, second we were... With the, <laughs> right, the Fatooks. The Fatooks Arena. You know, I have to say that as someone who, um, you know, goes to all these ballparks and all that, that's something that really annoys me. Yeah. the corporate name. And then, uh, and then there's some corporate names because, for example... This would be great for you, so you know, since you don't you don't know about this stuff as much. <laughs> where the Cincinnati Reds play, it's called the Great American Ballpark. Yes. So okay, people well, that's are like, pretty, right? People yes. are like, oh, it's right. very pretty that they named right. it the Great American Ballpark. I'm like, it is, but Great American is an insurance company. Right, so. yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's so like, if, like it could have very easily have been Geico ballpark. Right. Right. And I think one of the worst ones now is in Chicago where the White Sox play. Guaranteed rate stadium. Yes. <laughs> I, you know, my my old boy from uh, Columbus High, Pedro Griffol, Cuban American, is the manager of the White Sox, and I'm like, oh yeah, what a name! You gotta love a Cuban American manager in a you know guaranteed rate stadium because nothing says baseball like insurance, yeah. right? Yeah, no, some of these names, I don't know if you remember, some years back. Uh, Candlestick Park yes. was Monster Field. Was Monster Field. Okay, but at least that one's like kind of cool. <laughs> like if you don't think of it in terms of the energy drink, it's better than well, guaranteed actually, rate. You know what right, happened? Yeah. <laughs> you know Anything what happened with guaranteed. You know, it was like, either Monster Field or Monster Park. And what happened but that, actually. Again, it's still kind of cool. That actually cool, right? led to legal precedent because when it, they changed it, a lot of the sportscasters refused to call it Monster oh. Field. So Monster paid money for this. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So then they had to start naming Naming, uh, well, calling it. Yeah, what, calling it its name. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's tough because it's, look, it's still the American Airlines Arena, still Joe Robbie, it's still Marlins Park. 
to ninety nine percent. Yeah, well, okay, I mean, Marlins Park. It was Marlins Park for so long. For so and you long. know, do you know, do you know our whole thing with Hupinha? I've heard things like uh, about our whole thing with Hupinha. So, a uh, I had a, it's sometimes like the way things happen is crazy. We predict so, future that doesn't matter. Okay, so go ba- so go back in time <laughs> to when FTX went bankrupt. Yes. Okay, the week before, and this is in our, our in our podcast archive, so people can go and check it. The week before. We were talking on the podcast, but in terms of Marlins Park, because Marlins Park hadn't had a Lone Depot hadn't um, they didn't have a sponsor ca- yet. Get the naming rights yet? I was saying I'm like it should be called Hooping Ballpark. <laughs> like, bro, that, how awesome would that have been? Hooping Ballpark, and we had a whole conversation about this. So then, literally, like the, the, the a, week the episode went live. Our, our episode right. went live on Friday. I think on Tuesday they announced what happened with FTX. So I. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so I got a now picture. Never, I got a picture of the of the of the uh, American Airlines arena, and I put up the hoopinga pinga on the roof. Oh my god! And I, it went viral. Oh, I remember seeing that. It went okay. viral. Oh my god, yes. And the that was this gentleman right that here. Was Eventually, hoopinga saw it, and we did a whole thing together. That's why earlier this and year, now we have a relationship with hoopinga. We did we did the That's whole awesome. um, Laverne and Shirley? We did like the whole Laverne and Shirley intro. Oh, but at no. the Hoopinga factory. Oh, the, was it Ka- Kawaii? Kawi? 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 So we did yeah. the whole thing. Wow, um, man! In that, and it went viral. And I have to say that a few days later, a lot of people jumped in, and it was like Flanagan's Park. And oh, for sure. Who Palacio de Who Arena, and they were hilarious. But we were the first because I literally yeah. saw when it. I, w- I was. It was in the morning. It was like eight thirty in the morning, and the news had just broken. I like five minutes before, and I'm Jesus. like, "We're jumping Do on it, this right run. away." It's, it's <laughs> timing. It's timing. That's brilliant. You can never go wrong with Hubinia. But I don't know. But what I, you know, I think what happens a lot of times with these name sponsor uh, naming rights is that Lone Depot. It's such a disconnect. Like who? A hundred percent. Caseya yeah. Center. I mean. Yeah, none of that's pulling at the heartstrings, bro. No, like you know, again, God bless them. It's their right, and they did it, and no. I get it. But and, yeah, and, no. and it helps the company, you know, it helps the the team and exactly. and the organization. Or so, as exactly. a, as a historian, do you are you worried? Are you concerned? Are you annoyed? Do you think it's going to be okay of this influx of you know other people coming into the U.S. And when I mean other people, I don't mean immigrants from other countries. I mean New Yorkers, people from up north that are coming down here and kind of, you know. Yeah, it's. I'll say this much. I feel for anybody who's graduating school right now or anyone coming in that's young because it seems like everything's going up, you know, while wages and everything stays kind of. And you get these folks coming in and to them, I think our cost of living and everything down here is a lot less than where they're coming from. It obviously. was. It was, yeah, exactly. And now it's, it's, it's home, but it's not. I always say it's not my Miami that I grew up in, you know, but it's, but it's home. But you see the changes and it's never going back. You do, but isn't that always the case to a degree? I mean, things have to, yeah. things evolve. New York, to your, to your it's, point. It's, it's, it's not, not exclusive New York from to 1980, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. not I go back to New York and it's like, come on, when when the old CBGBs is a Mark Jacobs. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like, bro, this is not, this is some yeah. changes, not exclusive yeah. to us. Yeah. This is everywhere. But I think that the difference now is that, you know, Miami is a, a city that hasn't been built with, you know, um, on immigrants. Right? Yes, 100%. Uh, and, you know, part of the... Part of the immigrant experience is, you know, planning your roots there. 
Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. There's a part of assimilation, obviously, but there's a part culture that that's why Miami was really uh, such a cultural melting pot, you know, because yes, it's predominantly Cuban, but really there is everything here. There was no homogenization. But the problem is that I feel now that what's coming, it's not culture. It's more like, it's more classist. What's coming is a, a class structure, not people bringing their culture from their native, you know, homeland. And I think that that is the difference because, you know, there there's parts of Miami now that are completely, you know, it's not even that it's unreachable. It's it's not realistic for a lot of people in the population. And yes, totally. there's always been areas like Bow Harbor, you know, that claro. we, you know yeah. has never been for the common person, you know. Yeah, it's more um, chichi as we like to call right? it. Yeah. But now more and more, there's more and more areas and more restaurants and more bars and more things that it's it's not for, you know, okay, we're going to splurge a little bit and we're going to spend some money this right. weekend. It's for people that are wealthy. And, and, or very affluent. So, you know, we are a city that has a large working class community and yeah, big time. Well, I mean, we're all based on tourism. That's the other thing. So exactly. Where are these waiters, bartenders, bouncers, dancers going to live? That's the thing. When everything goes up, except for the wages, apparently. Right. (laughs) And Miami's the land of the side hustle. Okay, you better yeah. and side hustles. I should say you better have two or three things. I that's right. You you are on one of the side hustles of these of us two. So yes, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you know, it's what he alluded to is, is culture. I always say culture versus baller. Where what you're getting is a lot of ballers and God bless. But then that comes here and it changes kind of the dynamic where you know Miami is Miami just becoming. I think that's the question I hear from a lot of people. Are we just becoming a town for like these wealthy folks to come here and play? And what happens to the other 99% people who grew up here? And how far does that go? And how far does that go? At what point, 
and doesn't either pendulum and, and, swing. Where's back the or, balance? And yeah. you know yeah. that's always yeah. been the case for Miami to a certain extent because even going right. back to the twenties, um, mm-hmm. people used to come vacation down here. Yeah, but Miami they used to Beach. play on Miami Beach, right? And that's kind of where it. Began but the, but that's always been right. part of the Miami history as as uh, to a certain extent. So that's always been there. But the problem is that now it's becoming, it's slowly becoming. The, I don't want to say the majority because we're not there, but it's slowly eating away at at culture and and at neighborhoods. Because Mira, Brickell Avenue, Brickell Avenue is the you know send the financial central business district of Miami, and has been for quite some time. But when you go off Brickell Avenue, but still in the Brickell neighborhood, there were there were still these small, quaint little apartments yes. and buildings yeah. and yeah. the elementary school that's there. Yes, a, a very quaint. That's all disappearing before our very eyes. I'm sure that that school is not going to be there much longer. Probably not. And I don't know if you've seen it. It, it it's an elementary school. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and it yeah, looks yeah, like yeah. it's probably from what the 1920s. Probably at least. Yeah. And um, even that church at the end. They oh tried yeah, the to... church. They've tried to grab that. I don't know how many times. Really? So, yes. yes, bro. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They're trying yes. to build there because it's, it's a prime es, spot. Está bien sé quién pueda. Tiene una fantasía de un mixed use ahí, like going all the way. I down. love that. Like you know, I love that. Everything now is mixed use. Yeah, mixed use, mixed use. That's all the rage. Mixed use means it's a super expensive apartment with a chipotle on the bottom basically that's, that's all the rage mixed use but in layman's terms with, yes with <laughs> sweet greens and a peloton uh-huh. yes <laughs> yes exactly maybe a gym if you're lucky i always pero, say pero un equinox no 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 equinox okay. equinox don't get it twisted yeah. Yeah. Just like, you know i always say you see that it's those i always say those pretty shiny buildings they ain't for us yeah God bless if you could do it, but what again? You see what the trickle down effect. Listen, of that the is. first gym I ever went to was Scandinavian. Oh, <laughs> remember, wow, that? I remember that, man? Oh my God, him there and Cheryl. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's 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 como dices tú. That's old Miami shit. There was one in the Miracle Center by where I grew yeah. up. Oh yeah. In do you remember Gate. how awesome the Miracle Center was when it opened? I, I thought it was fantastic. There were elevators. Oh, that with oh, the chirping yes. birds and yes. the jungle sounds and shit. Yes, yes bro, that yes. was that was like epic. Yeah, was, I saw the Rocketeer there. Oh, I saw a lot of movies there. A, it's good theater. That place was awesome. And yeah. then I remember, you know, after it sort of failed, that they turned it to Paseos. Do you remember when it was Paseos? Yes. And I was like, oh, the mighty have fallen. Mm-hmm. But what was great, did you ever go to Paseos? Yeah. That it was so, it's supposed to be like a sort of street kind of Latin vibe, but there was still very much modern elements yes. from the Miracle Center. Yes. It'll always, that's another one. It'll always be the Miracle Center. Oh, for yeah. sure. I go by there all the time. It's still like, you know, it's still the Miracle for Center. Sure. What have you, in, in curating your page, what have you learned? Oh, man. I mean, you don't even realize how much, like I said, content and stuff and really how much stuff is gone. Yeah. That's when you look back and you're like, holy shit, bro. They just like wiped out so much stuff. Yeah. You know, and that's what, you know, obviously you get a few grays on your head. You get a few laps around the sun and you look and you're like, wait, like what are we leaving behind for the next day? And, and again, I think that our age has, you know, we're in that sweet spot. Totally. It's like. I remember, so I had the, you know, when we were talking about buildings, I had the, the pleasure of, of living downtown for many years. It, it was a dream of mine to live in a high rise. And it's funny because the, where the high rise that I lived in, 
I remember there was a Howard Johnson's there. Oh my God. It, it's a oh, one by the American Airlines Arena. Yes. Remember it was Howard Johnson's? Yes, right. And there. I remember that we used to eat ice cream there. Oh, 32 flavors or whatever <laughs> yeah. it is, bro. Because Come on. remember that the Hojo's had a diner. Yeah. <laughs> yes, those are the best. Yeah. Patty melts and ice cream, whatever Does you want. Any the, the, do any of those even still exist? Those Hojo diners? I think there's. A, there was there, one in New York for a longest time. I think there's, there's, I there's a handful there. left throughout the country. Yeah. But here there was one in US 1. Yes. And I think I could be very wrong, but I think it was where Shake Shack is now. But I could be wrong. But Seth I, will probably... Right around there across right, from right, UM. Yeah. You're yeah. close. Yeah, yeah, it had yeah. to be like right there. Seth yeah. is literally yelling at us right now. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. With the answer. Yeah. You, you could hear him. Yeah. 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 So so let's talk about Seth for a moment. Oh, <laughs> my God. We, since this is our <laughs> Miami-centric episode. So, you know, you know how we're geeking out and all this stuff. I The only other person that I hadn't met in, you know in the last 10 years that was like this left before you this level of geek was Seth oh yeah no he is the godfather that, that I'm like Seth da, 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 da. and he's like no 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 just the other day I was talking about something about Miami here and he texted me I have points to tell you in which you're wrong <laughs> right <laughs> um, but Seth is Seth knows his shit like, dude Seth Seth is yeah he is the godfather of the foodie thing I say for me he's the godfather period yeah as much as it pains me to say that damn yeah. you Seth you know, he, you know I know because, because of you we now are all gonna have to kiss a ring I, I know oh, we're, we're know definitely this. we're all gonna That's have all to your go, fault. go Don Corleone on this yeah. guy but as much as it breaks my heart but uh, you know this guy people have no idea what he puts out there is probably 10% of what he knows yeah, because yeah. that's a thing about him. Because since his brand is not history, right? Like your brand is history, but his brand is not history. That's not you know your first impression of him. Exactly. But then when you start talking to him, it's like, oh, oh yeah, oh, I thought I knew stuff. Now I realize that I don't. <laughs> no, I told you I was coming home one night, and he caught me, hit me up right around midnight. Like I said, I, I we didn't hang up till three in the morning. Coño, Marcela's like, I'm going to bed. You guys keep talking. <laughs> Marcela crashed. Yeah, about everything from Miami culture, old clubs, music, movies, everything. And I'm like, yeah, you really are a beast, bro. Like yeah. he legit knows his shit. It's funny. I was I was just gonna say, like a lot of your pictures. I mean, you're in a lot of these pictures, and it just seems to me that you were at so many moments of Miami it's crazy. history. I don't even know whether how. it's pop cultural history, like you know, like there's pictures. What is it? Was it you had like some, with Madonna or something? Like some picture of Madonna you posted the other day or something. I mean, it, it amazes me, and it's like, oh my god, you're like a much more intelligent like Forrest Gump. <laughs> like, yo, my friend Larry Shane, the photographer. Shout out to El like, Shane. How, did, how are you him. always like in Dolo is my question. Oye, I don't know. He calls, he always refers to my Gump-like existence. Okay, good. And all I right, go, all I go, right. I go, I go, mi hermano. I don't know how because I always say I, I'm the least VIP person in the VIP. <laughs> Somehow, I think it comes down to a, a combination of le caigo bien a la gente. I no holo pa nada. And I know how to keep my mouth shut. My page could look very different if, if I wanted to. Yeah. But then you pull me, hey, Miami Stadium, they pulled them out of the river the other day. So I'm like, no, 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 no. A me? So no, no, no. those but, three but, things. But, but, we, but, we've yet to report on a murder victim as a past guest. One of the best things is that you post things because, again, it's all about remembering as a kid things that you were curious about and all that. And you post things that maybe in black and white don't look like something important but then it is and i'll give you an example you posted a few a few weeks ago or a few on august 26 you posted a picture 
of the abandoned INS building. Oh, yes. Anybody walking by that will see like, oh, this is like this. An abandoned building. An abandoned, abandoned building. building. Right. And the thing about that building is that that, in fact, was the INS building. And if you, in the 80s and 90s, if you became a citizen, that is where you went to That's take your you test. Went. Correct. Or I, I think I eat them in Juraban La Bandera. And so for yeah. me, that's so, you know, and my case is the same as many people. For so many people that, like, their parents, their abuelos, their all these people became a citizen in the 80s and 90s and went to this building that was like a terrible building. But like, it's etched in their you head. You see those windows? Yes. Those windows were covered. They yes. were all covered with this like ornamental. Yeah, it thing. was a very cool building from the 60s when yeah. it was born. Oh, okay, okay. And so, yeah. So, like, so now, you know, you see that and you're like, Eh, but it meant something because that's something that we so have so many. So you post things that like mean a lot to be that again, somebody looks at that picture and they're like, oh, the building, whatever. But you got to read the caption. Yeah, exactly. Right. And had, then they're always like, I had no idea. I always put, you've passed it a thousand times mm-hmm. and you didn't. People say, yeah, I drive by that shit all the time. I had no clue. Another thing you posted around that time, where is it? I, I, I lost it here. You had a picture of what I think is one of the most forgotten, beautiful, I thought it was beautiful, a places they built in the last 30, 40 years, and that was Bakery Center. Oh, yeah. I thought Bakery Center uh, was beautiful. And that that's another thing that that lasted less than 10 it years. It failed, bro. It oh, lasted yeah. less than 10 years. And it was beautiful. Yeah. It was modern. Um, I remember those yeah. murals they had on the side. You remember that? And um, the Parallel Bar. Like, I remember oh, all bar. that. Oh, my God. I mean, I didn't go to Parallel Bar, but I remember <laughs> Parallel Bar. <laughs> I, I, I barely made it in there in my, my teens, and it was interesting. But I feel yeah. that that's like... Uh, you know where Bakery Center is? It was where some set places now. Um, that's something that that kind of came and went, and like a lot of people don't even remember it. I know the ones who do always like whenever I post anything like that, they light up because yeah. they remember. I say things like that kind of hits folks right in the field. When I was in know? high school, my first job was at fifteen seventy Madruga behind Swenson's. No way. So Shh. I I worked right by there. Yeah, and I um. I remember when they shut it down and it's one of those things that's like if I only would have had a camera phone back then because right. I remember when it was being dismantled. I remember when they put the sign that said AMC 20 will be back soon. Right. Which is AMC And it came back with four more. It came right. back with four more. Um, I remember when they were knocking. It was it was bad. I remember honestly if you ever went this AIE that was at 57th on the Tag Gardner's Market. Mm-hmm. Ahí estaba, which it still is, the first chicken kitchen. Yes. And it used to be called Star's Chicken. Star's Chicken. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Que por una completa, for $5, they would give you a huge chop chop. Oye, it was like, that thing was Olympic, bro. Te acuerdas? For yeah, five bucks. For five bucks. Y ahora they have that little cup counting every piece of chicken. Oh, yeah, no. Everything's very measured. In all days. fairness, <laughs> as a co-owner, it's a pollo tacaro. So, I, you know, I can't, I can't blame them for that. I Pero can't blame them chicken. for that. Oh, Star's chicken. Chicken, bro. Te daban, you know, the, the sting of the completa? Yeah. Like, bursting at the I remember. Seams yeah. For yes. five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. That I remember that's when I would have, because I worked there at 1570 right. Madruga. You were the first person to ever talk about chicken Because kitchen. I yeah. worked yeah. there, so we used to have it. I'm like, what is this exotic <laughs> Why do I want to put it on her? You know, I was like 16 at the time. I didn't know about claro, curry. When, when you're in jit, it's so exotico, man. That's, yeah. like, that's like, you know, that's big league when it's you're exotic. Jit. That's outside of Westchester. You know, yes. Talk, <laughs> talking about that area. Talking about that area. And again, listeners, this is for my, you know, people right. who know Miami history. We're geeking out. 
Swenson's was a huge loss. Oh, dude, that is I, specs. I still mourn it. They were oh. right there. The original specs. specs. The originally a Swenson's huge, huge elf. They used to be, wasn't there a peaches? There was, but more. In, in US, uh, more oh, okay, yeah. okay, At further, one okay. point, it was specs. Swenson's and CD Warehouse. CD Warehouse. Yes. That's awesome. Oh my God, bro. That was the place you went, especially for UCD. They had a slew of them, bro. Yes. <laughs> you came out with like 20 CDs for like, you know, 30 bucks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Seriously, like a stack. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was, Swenson's was a huge blow. Yeah, man. A huge yeah, blow. Yeah, it was good. And and I, I was give, there hasta el otro día. I, mean, I, yeah, I yeah. give credit, the guy who opened up the restaurant after his his name is Dimitri. I, I know him. He had a restaurant at the building that I lived in. Nice. And I don't, did you ever go when it was called the One at Sunset? Oh, trying to think. I might have. After obviously Swenson's closed, he tried to preserve the interior as much as possible. Um, and even some of the menu items, right? Um, I don't remember the menu items, but he tried to preserve the interior. Like the only thing he modernized were like the benches. Um, but. Now it's an Italian restaurant, which I think he co-owns too, but I'm sure they altered the interior because there really is no other place like that in Miami. No, no, that's something that's definitely like a throwback style type thing that you don't see out there. I always always talk to when Seth and I talk about it, that he's like, man, that mirror that had the Swenson's logo. Oh, man. Yeah. They probably broke that. They probably broke. Yeah. I know Seth would love to have gotten his his paws on that. (laughs) (laughs) You know? What are some of like I guess lost or forgotten or demolished places that you revere the most that you miss the most that? Oh, man, I'll, I'll tell you right off the bat. Obviously, it's always Orange Bowl. Yeah, always Miami Orange Bowl. I think it was the heart and soul of the city. I'm a big boxing fan, so to see the Fifth Street Gym go down mm-hmm. on the beach with the history of that place, bro, and Ali and the Dundee brothers, like oh my god. So right there, those two are like. Yeah, irreplaceable. You know what hurt a lot? Um, the Miami Herald building. Oh, another one. Top yeah. five, maybe even top three. That was a gem, too. And I think a lot of people you know, never, like a warehouse never went inside or saw the interior of Oh, I did. I always told people, if you didn't go in that building, y'all missed out because it was amazing. It was the epitome of newsroom. Yes. Like when you, when you, th- it, oh, it, it, I, I can't yeah. explain it other than to say it smelled like yeah, a newsroom. Yeah, it was room. palpable. Yeah. Like you, you were like, I I would walk, I was like a kid and I was like I have a deadline like I just you felt it right like it just hit you it was the epitome yeah. of post century what is it post uh, mid century modern century, yeah mid century yeah. modern yes I um I have you know when I was a little little kid I have the tacky family portraits from Sears of course yeah and it was from the Sears there where no Carnival shit. where the oh Arch Center God. is really it was from that Sears because my parents when they first so my parents have lived in the house they live in now um. When they came from Cuba, they lived in Alapata adjacent for like nice. a year and a half. Okay. And then they moved to the house they're in now. So they've been there 40 some years. Cool. Um, so that was like, I guess, the closest Sears to us at that yeah, time. Yeah, pretty much at that time. And um, I remember being a kid, and again, it was abandoned. But the sign, the cursive Sears oh, sign man, yes. was still in the front. See, that's, that's the thing. That's why like, I enjoy talking to you so much. Because I remember being a kid and like eating that like being so observant and and i wonder if other kids were as observant as i was but just so you gotta be wired that those way yeah. i think I, you I can't go, teach go, that, I don't notice yeah exactly like you kind of have to be that's like as... i don't know how how much you are into ships i'm really into ships yeah CEO, oh ships are cool. ocean liner there nice i yeah. remember in the 80s going yeah. to the beach 
when you run by the port of Miami. Oh yeah, I remember the ships that you. Pavel Los Barco. Yeah, that the was the Song thing. of America, the by Royal Caribbean, the Viking. Sun Viking by Royal Caribbean, the Britannis with the two X's. I remember the ship with the two X's, and it was a Britannis. Then I remember NCL, the Sunward, and like the Sunbird or the Sun, like that had a in the hole like a sun. Um, like I remember as a kid driving by that because we, you know, we used to it was a big a deal. He is evidence, by the way, that we don't only use ten percent of our brain. Yeah, no, for sure. Because so clearly, that, there's that, more that, going that, on there. When you were a kid and you would go to Miami Beach, a puente. Oh yeah, claro. No, and then you would stop and remember that was when the causeway it literally just like fell off into the bay. Yeah. So you could pull you, your you car. Go fishing. Yeah. And then you look at mira los barcos and this yeah. and that, and you would stop there. Yeah, yeah. I remember my parents being like, "Ay, no cogió puente." Was ding, no. Ding. Oh ding, my God! Ding, ding. Yeah. Uh, well, so okay. So I have a question for you. Yes. Now, we've talked about memories. We've talked about things that people remember fondly. We've mentioned this on the show a couple of times. Seth himself has said that it is a pain in the ass to find artifacts. Right. Why of of this? Why is it so damn hard to find anything of Los Pirata? Oh yeah, that's a great question. Because I know Seth and I, we talked about it. He did the shirt for Los Pirata. I said, I have photos from my 12th birthday there with friends. Epic photo of me playing Mike Tyson's Punch-Out or whatever it was. Punch-Out at the time. Punch-Out, because Mike Tyson was on the NES. Exactly. Then it became that. It was Punch-Out. And I don't know why it came and went. And there's like precious little... Every now and then somebody has a photo of a coin or something. Super grainy. It's like a copy of a copy of a copy. It has to exist. You would think, because right? everybody had their birthday parties how, how, there. Right? How long was that around? I guess is it, 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 it was like mid eighties to about probably early mid nineties. So I don't think it so even maybe hit 10, ten years. years if yeah, that. if that, if that. But every kid had their birthday there. Right. So VHS tapes galore yes, have to exist. They have to exist. Uh, yeah. Stuff in Lo Pirata. You know, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I don't see a lot of stuff. I guess of Malibu either. Of a Catillito. No, no, but I feel like because Malibu the Catillito was around longer, there's more. Comparatively speaking, there's right. more pictures of it, or there's even more memory of it. But I feel right. like also the pirata was more branded. Mm-hmm. It had like a font, <laughs> right? Yes. yes, absolutely. It did it had a proper logo. Yeah, it, cotorra, it was like, a business. Yeah. Damn I love it. how we it just right. called it los pirata, and it was actually not called no, los pirata. It was called pirates. It's, it's actually, pirates. I was talking yeah. to Seth about that over the T-shirt oh that he put los pirata. Yes, and I was like, I had a brain problem. Like, wait, it wasn't called los pirata. <laughs> like no it was actually called pirates that's what it was to us is like when i did my shark shirt of key biscayne yo le puse tiburón because that's what we called it nobody is tiburón tiburón ahí de sicorium and they say where you turn yeah, light yeah tu before the causeway yeah in a sicuario como decía tiburón tiburón when it was a great white now yeah. it's dolphins yeah it used to be a great oh, white it's a different fish now oh yeah yes they put dolphins oh yeah clearly i haven't pan- yeah. been by there in a while yeah. it used to be a great How white yeah, dolphins yeah. been there Oh, it, it's been years. Oh, okay. Probably. Because yeah. that was one of those things that, like, I didn't go there for a while. Yeah. And then when I saw the dolphins, I'm like, that's like, not what I remember. Wait a minute. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, it was different. a great white, like, or excuse me, a tiger shark. It was like a big 20-foot tiger shark, man. That was all, like, it was so badass. Yeah. yeah. So, sorry, go ahead. No, I was saying Miami's Aquarium is one of those things that whatever one's opinion is on, on, right. on it, it's, it's sort of cool in the sense that it still feels retro. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, again, it's frozen in time for sure. Whatever one's opinion is on on that, just uh, I'm talking about the structure, the infrastructure. Because I went a few years ago for my son's field trip and I hadn't been in years. 
and I was like, this is not changing. Not like, one. 20 some years that I hadn't been there. And I kind of yeah. like it. <laughs> like, yeah, they still have, I think, La Maquinita with, you know, the little wax figure that you we could smell it cooking and all that, bro. That's like, I mean, that's childhood. Regardless, like you say, what obviously now, what people are more aware of. But structurally and that, yeah, it is a historic place. Yeah. yeah. So they'll, yeah. they'll tear it down. Where so. do you yeah. see? <laughs> because I feel that at this point, you know, you are a brand. You know, kind of right. Sort of well, like crazy. embrace it. And it's it's crazy. Of, it, it, it's I'm trying. Of, it's crazy. You're you're a brand and like a good type of brand in the sense that like if you know you know type situation. Oh, the whole thing. I've never advertised anything. It's all word of mouth. So where do you see this going? Because there's <sighs> such potential for this. It's a great question, man. I all I see is me in my lane doing my thing, and if there's a legitimate offer, I've always say I'm not money driven. But but money's nice. You know, we need it. You, if you have a talent, you take it, you pay bills. Beautiful. So I was like, it's if I've had people approach me about certain things and it's like, I'm just kind of, they always say you're lucky in that you have your own style. And coming from other artists, when they tell you that, there's no higher compliment because yeah. you see a lot of the same 305 type stuff and I get it and I refuse to do any of that. And somehow we landed in that and that's how you get noticed. So I'm just doing my thing. And come what may. Part of your thing is your t-shirts. Yes. And for, you know, guys, just go to, you know, Miami Stadium for t-shirts. But I was actually going to ask you, like, because you have so many different, you know, just iconic Miami ones, which one is the most popular? The one I'm wearing, the orange bowl. The orange bowl. Yeah. That okay. is the the number one. I'm blessed in that they all done well and I sell out my little badge. Whatever, but I cannot not bring this back. That's, Even, a, that's a staple. That's a staple. Even Atomic, you know, we did the, we did the original orange. The tier one, that's the first one he ever did before the smiley. And he was like, oh, yeah, give the people what they want. If they keep asking you for that. And I said, all right, it's nice to make people happy. I love how you have the houses. Well, yeah, $10 no block. Of course. I mean, that's. Yeah, no bloque. If only they would have gone with that design where it kept the orange bowl. And then built the ballpark next door in front of it. I you, you remember that? Yeah, it, if it's only. if only or by the bay. I think the ballpark on the bay would the have been ballpark nice. on the bay would have been amazing. This is how I know you're separated at birth because he always says that. Yeah, they did renderings of it. Rolando did some renderings for Civica, and I think. But again, that makes sense. And, you know, we kind of we go don't like that. Yeah. The other and, and it's cool <laughs> they got the at least the frost is there, but um it would have been cool to have that it would have been like yeah like san francisco and even pittsburgh that have it has it on the river oh yeah it's beautiful um yeah you know what i i think a i mean it's your brand but you know how they have ted talks yeah you should have avid talks (laughs) (laughs) you know why because because this is something that people i mean this is why your your page has been so successful. Your page is very nitty. It's very gritty. It's not glossy. It's not like no. High, yeah, it's no. curated it, without being curated, right? It's thank not, you. I appreciate you, that. You don't yeah. go with these high def images. Your page is one hundred percent real, and I think that the reason why it's been so successful is because there's so many people that crave this type of content. Yeah, I think I always say you can tell, and I get why a lot of people lean the way they do because there's money to be made and go get it, but. Uh, a lot of people tell me, I love your page. It feels real organic. It feels real authentic. You're not pandering. You're not trying to be like, somebody told me you're an influencer. I'm like, I'm not trying to influence, no disrespect to anybody. Now, if I influence you to go research and find shit, that's cool. We don't like that term either. Yeah, I, I've never, I'm not a public, I'm a guy who schleps to work, who created this labor of love, who somehow, you know, has become what it's become, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, because you, it's a very field of dreams concept. 
Totally. If you build they, it, they will come. And and you built, you did something that people didn't know they needed, but now that they have it, they need it. Well, yeah, and you, and you, there is. You gave us a photo album. Yeah. I, I said a I curated an online museum. Photo album. Yeah. 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 Like it's it's uh, yeah we didn't know we needed it now i you really can never leave is what we're trying to say oh, it's gonna have to be there forever you're so. addicted it's gonna have yeah. yeah not people that literally come up to me at mary's coin laundry and they look at me con una cara and they're like oh yeah keep it going but mm-hmm. like, like i'm like oh shit is there i was gonna say is there like a limit time wise where you're like well i'm not gonna post anything past this year because it doesn't it, it's just not no, nostalgic none, to you necessarily none. or how do you approach that that element. That's the beauty of it. Even I don't know half the time what I'm going to... I have a certain formula that I use and I know certain events and certain things come up. So I'm like, all right, I got to drop something on that. And then in the middle, such and such died. Okay, I got to do something on this person. Or okay, this is... Oh man, I haven't written about this in a while. So it's really just kind of... It, it's That's why I think it feels that way because I'm just going with the flow of it. So it could be 2000. It could be... Two, exactly. Okay. Oh yeah, okay. I've done stuff from 2000, 1995. That's history. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it is. It, do you just, for your own personal reasons and also because of the page, do you just go around taking nowadays a lot of pictures? Of I find myself things? more and more certain yeah. things, things that are either on the way out or right. that I think might be. Right. And right. and it's like I'm a little more cognizant of that. So I'm like, yeah, let me, oh, yeah. sometimes I'll just pull over like the INS building. I was literally at the light. When I took that photo, I thought, oh, why are you coming back from Steve's Pizza, you know, in North Miami, the great Steve's and who I love. And I stopped EIE. Oh, shit. Click. And then I went to go yeah. see another buddy in downtown. And that's when I posted it. So it's just very. Yeah. Him and I were separated at first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was actually about to say, like, and, and I don't want you to get upset about this, but I think he may have more pictures than you. <laughs> I don't want you to sabotage our guests. I don't want you to get upset, but I think he might. And you have a shit ton of pictures. I'm sure. I know he has to have like a major stash of pictures. I have pictures of the Bennigans in uh, Kendall Drive. Do you really? Yeah, because you know that that closed one day to the next. Yes. So that day I went and photographed it. I couldn't go in, but I photographed the whole thing. And then you remember it was the windows, the doors had windows. So I put the camera and you could see the bar perfectly. Because I was like, this shit is going And now we're friends with somebody who worked there. I did the same thing at the old, what became Mansion, which was Glam Slam, which was 1235, which was an old theater. I went recently, I was at the Deuce, and I start roaming, and I saw, I see a little light almost calling me, like a beacon. And I could see any con el telefono, I put it right there in the little (laughs) slot, and I got the lobby of what was Glam Slam. Imagine all that. because What what is it now? It, it, it got reborn as something else. Okay. I think they just reopened it as whatever what, it is. What do you think is on like the endangered list? Oh, that's oh, a good question. That's a good question. What's, I'm trying to think what's left. You know, even there's certain things in Overtown, most of them are gone. I'm trying to think in the beach. I would think really there's certain, one of the Deauville they got. That, that? that was hanging on and hanging yeah. on. And they finally got that one. When man. you drive by there now, I mean, literally, it's a hole. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. yeah, you could really feel it. Yeah, Tobacco Road was a loss. Oh, we still yeah. feel that one. And they, they didn't put anything there. They couldn't tear it down fast enough, and they left that little alley, and there it sits. So that's another one that, yeah. Because that was, Tobacco Road was what, the first? The oldest bar, no? The oldest bar, the first bar. It's right there. It was a bakery when it opened. It became a bar later. I'll tell you, I hope they never get their hands on the Deuce. That's technically probably the oldest bar in Miami, Club Deuce, 1926. But I, that that place is a gem, man. Yeah. I mean, look, there are some places they've done really good jobs, like the the DuPont building. Yes. 
the Depot nice building. building. I um, I'm that's wait, that's still that was bank. Yeah, and that's such a cool building. Yeah, it's and, a cool building. Um, the courthouse is going to be preserved. I mean, they don't know what they're going to do with it. Right. Who knows? Still... They got that new one. Yeah. But they, yeah. that's that's not going to be touched. Um, and, you know, the courthouse, a, I, I practiced law there for, for a few years. Nice. And um, they have the the uh, Al Capone cor- uh, courtroom. I've heard. It's amazing. That's cool. Man. It is amazing. It looks like some, a set of a movie. It's not really used. Really? Um I, I don't know if they still use it, but it's like your everyday motion calendar is not held there. And that building is incredible. They have mosaics in, in the in the lobby uh, with like these Roman columns and it, it marble floors. I mean, it really is amazing. It feels like something from New York, but it's very Miami. Right, it's, but very it's Miami. very Miami. Um, you know what's... And then he said endangered. We're talking about endangered list. You know what to me has been in the endangered list for quite some time? And it's new. But it's something that was a really big part of my childhood is like International Mall. Oh, my <laughs> like, God. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. All malls really oh, yeah. now all are all across really the International yeah. Mall because yeah. Dolphin Mall, which is the behemoth, is there. Like, and that was I'm such, surprised International is still there. I was, yeah. That was such a big part of me growing oh, up. Oh, that was a thing. Back in the day, going to International Mall was like, oye. Like, yes. Mira, yeah. that was such a loss. Burdines. Yeah. Oh, man. Big. That was Big. such a loss. Another one. Because, como dice mi mamá, Macy no es ni la chancleta de Burdines. <laughs> <laughs> Mom knows best, boy. She knows. That was such a huge loss. Yeah. Because that it was the Florida store. And now it's... Yeah. Generic Macy's. That's an epic onion. You know, the Orange Bowl when it opens was Burdine Stadium. Yeah. When eso nació was Roddy Burdine Stadium. Yeah. Where yeah. is Lauren Hutton shopping now? Yeah, no right. One knows. No, <laughs> no and, one knows. And the location downtown, that was such a loss as well. The well, it was Macy's, the one they closed a few years ago. Because I was like, are what? What is there now? What that is officially there? closed? Yeah, it's, it's Macy's closed. It's a Ross, right? Yeah, I think it's a Ross now. Yeah, I haven't been inside since it's not Macy's, but it still looked the same. Oh, okay, that's why I was confused. Times. I thought like it had closed and like no, yeah. see like, the closed, shuttered, the handles, nothing is there. The handles and the door still said yeah. Burdines, um, painted over. Yeah, but, but incredible. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm so happy that you came here because like, <laughs> I mean, I could be picking your brain for about another five hours, but you know, <laughs> I'm sure you have places to go. <laughs> like, it's just that you know, it's. I know I'm geeking out a bit, but. It's not every day we get to have these conversations. Yeah, no, really. It's, because it's cool. you don't find a lot of people that have, like, these interests. I mean, they're out there. They follow your page. Yeah. But it's it's not the, you know, it's hard to come across people that really have this passion that you have yeah. for the history of our city. And, and further to that, you know, it's, you're not just a, a, a historian from afar. You lived it. So it, it, it's just, it's a different... Passion. It hits different. It hits different. I hear yeah. that a lot. They yeah. go, man, because you were there and you could tell me. I always say I try to go from Henry Flagler to Club Rolex and back. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, even to the Rolex. I'm like, Papo, I've had first plate at the cookout. Y'all have, <laughs> all right? Like, y'all have no idea. Yo soy muy tranquilo, but I've lived. So it's yeah. like, I've lived. So I was like, I could bring you there and in, in the best, hopefully, most responsible way possible. And the first ultra, I worked it. 
I was at Specs really? Music, so I was there. We were on the beach. It was a one-day festival in La Playa, bro. Yeah, yeah, Pico. The wind blowing the needles off the vinyl. I still remember this, bro. So it's like, it's kind of different when you could really take people there that saw us. And obviously, I wasn't there for 100 years, but it's cool that you can tie that and together. And now it's the largest one and most expensive uh, music yes. festival in the world. It's incredible. And, uh, you know. <laughs> and we and we enjoyed it from the balcony of your house. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, that's the way um, to do it. Th- that's a that's a good one, Ultra, because like I, you know, we were well, you were there. Yeah, that it started off like whatever. Literally, yeah. they had no idea what they created. Russ, God bless him, Russ Favors. He had no idea, man. Him and Alex, you know what they did and what's still going is is remarkable. They're still involved. Yes, Russ is. I remember Alex passed away. Russ is still there, and that thing's global, bro. It's like that's like bucket list for people now, and shit. It's crazy. Yeah, and yeah. You, you have to buy the whole weekend. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. pass. You know, totally. So anyway, uh, Winnell, tell us where we can find your t-shirts. The shirts, you go through my page. The link is always in the bio. It's uh, miamistadium.bigcartel.com. So uh, stuff usually tends to be sold out, which is good. I'm always trying to circle the wagons and do another round. I have Miami Arena coming back, which I know a lot of people have been asking me. After the OB, that's really... So we'll get to that hopefully next month. So one by one, and we got some fresh gems cooking. Have you posted... I, 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 don't, I don't recall if you have. Maybe you have. Anything, I mean, it's a little bit north of us, yeah. about the Hollywood Sportatorium. Uh, ah, the... <laughs> The, the Smokatorium. Because that's infamous. AKA, I never went there, but that is infamous. Oh, yeah. They call it the Hollywood Snortatorium. The Snorto. No, oh, yeah. I, I'll tell you. Here's a good Snorto story. Um, I made it in for one show. Oh, wow. I was a jit. I was at Columbus High. And my friend says, we're going to go see Motley Crue. Wow. Wow. 15 years old, Papo. <laughs> I'm like, where are you taking me? I'm about to get murdered, dog. Because it was that Pines Boulevard, whatever. That was one road up, one road back. In aquel entonces, oh, yeah. was, I mean, in you pack a lunch. Exactly. Yeah. But out in the sticks, it was a glorious shed. The sound was, eh, it leaked. I think Robert Plant said the only show he canceled for rain inside of a building <laughs> was at the, at the Sporto. And we go there, y lo que estaba ahí, bro, that was an education. You walked out of there, that was some, like some Lord of the Flies type shit. And I remember there was a little opening band that had just came out, dropped an album, uh, called Guns N' Roses. Wow. So I saw Guns N' Roses open for Motley Crue at the Snortatorium, as we called it affectionately, in 1987, 88, right around there. But wow. this is why yes. your page hits different. So that was like Brink Appetite. Oh, yeah. That was Appetite just dropped a few months prior. Yes, bro. Like they were literally ascending. You know on what, the way though? Up. You know what's really remarkable about that? It's crazy. Like, that story is your age because yeah. it's, you know. You, well, you were 15, you said. I was 15. Yeah. yeah. You were 15. I mean, you shouldn't have been there. You weren't supposed to be there. Technically, yeah. A lot of people didn't know I was there. I'll leave it at that. And uh, I knew some guys from Gables High. I used to hang out to Gables Youth Center. So I was a Columbus kid, but I knew everybody. I knew guys at my But I, I've and read so much about that place. And like, oh, yeah. when you see the roster of people that played there. Incredible. Yeah. It's... it's. I had a neighbor in Coral Gate. He was a fireman. And Ralph, and bless him, he saw Led Zeppelin there. He would tell me the stories of, oh, yeah, I saw Zeppelin, Black Sabbath. I saw Van Halen open for this and that. And, you know, I'm like a kid, 12, 13 years old, and my head is just blowing. It was a place that a lot of people had those concert experiences in, and everybody played there because we didn't have the arena. 
or anything like that existed yet. Nobody your age went to see Motley Crue and Guns N' oh, Roses yeah, Motley Crue for good reason. <laughs> Nobody. Oh, yeah. On it was the only show, and then like a year later, it closed, and then a few years later, they demolished it. So I made it in right at the end. I got lucky. You got to experience the infamy of the that infamy place. of the Hollywood Sportatorium. Because I've you know, I, probably one of the two most infamous rock groups of the yeah. time. Yes, yeah. Prime. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, yeah. bro. It was, it was a bit of a smoky show. It was, and the crowd was the scene outside was like as crazy as the, the parking lot at the sport on across there. There was like a little canal. It was insane, bro. Yeah, and at that, you know, you didn't realize that you were seeing yeah. history. You no. were seeing and living history. No, no one ever does. <laughs> a little band. No one ever does. You know? Yeah, they had just dropped this album. They're both LA bands. And Motley was like one of the big things at that time. So you win. Like, where are we going, bro? Like, I just remember being there like, oh, yeah. Like, out in the middle, I eat in the sticks. There was no place like that. Now everything is fancy schmancy. Yeah, corporate and nice. And, you know, you with know. your app that you have to yeah. <laughs> download to get your ticket. I miss ticket stuff. You miss the paper tickets, don't yeah. you? Yeah. yeah, we like those. We I like still those. have some of mine. We, we keep do. them in the tour books and yep. inside the CD. <laughs> yes, as it should be. Damn right. I, I, if you're going to pay me a service fee, I want something physical, oh, damn yeah, it. Give me something physical. Yeah. I know, man. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's been great. We need to have you back for like round two. Oh yeah, anytime. Like... <laughs> Long overdue and anytime. I told him, I'm like, this is like going to be a mini series. It's going to be a mini series. Like, yeah. The next one, we're actually just going to get Billy Corbin to film this and then we just, oh my God, you we'll know just what we cut should it totally for do? like, you know, a oh, yeah. week we of episodes. Totally do. We should um, later in the year record like a, like a series so we could air it when we take our winter hiatus. There you <laughs> There you go. Hey, I've been in. It's funny you mentioned Billy. I, I refer to him as Sir William Cohen. Sir William. I, Sir William Cohen. I've known Bill for years. Oh yeah, that would be that would be amazing. Yeah. We'll get him in here. You know, we we've we've spoken to him and we talked to him about it uh, in the podcast. He said something one time that really resonated with me in terms of you know a lot of people say Billy Corbin complains too much and blah 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 blah. Yeah, blah. I've heard. Yeah. But you know what though? What he said is very true. He's like, when you care about some something or some place, you're gonna be that person to call it out. And I feel that when he said that, I'm like, I get it. Like yeah. I get it. Yeah, I get it. It's amazing. He says we had that very conversation. He'd never been the Mary's coin. And he kept seeing, and I know it's like when your parents call you by your last name, and he hits me up, he's like, Sanchez. I'm like, oh, so I'm sitting up, and he's like, that pan con biste looks good, bro. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that PCB, you haven't had it? So we ended up going there, and he had his first pan con biste. And we had this very conversation yeah. where I've heard it from people like, oh, this and that. And he expressed to me that very thing, and I'm like, I respect it. Yeah. Do what you got to do. You're a big boy, and, and you know, it's, you're passionate about it. You got to hold the people gotta, around yeah. you accountable because like, you know, Miami means something to him. It means something to us. So, yeah. you know, you sometimes it's a tough job <laughs> calling people out. Somebody's got to do it. Somebody's yeah, got to do it. Right. So, yeah. Anyway, Oye, thank you so much. We got to talk about the miniseries. Uh, off, yeah, we're we're going to figure this out. We'll figure this out. Yeah. Miami <laughs> Stadium, the miniseries. <laughs> <laughs> Coming this winter. Coming this winter. We'll do a little trailer and everything. <laughs> okay, winter's right around the corner. Yeah, right. Right. Winter is coming. It's all Game of Thrones, yeah. Our winter of se blistering 70 degrees. Yes. Yes. That'll be us. Oh, yeah. It's been amazing having you. Thank you. Fellas, Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. I've been following you for years. So, you know, anything you need. Thank, Thank you. you. Likewise. Likewise. Thank you. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano. Produced by Ismaeliano. And our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. 
And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.